Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And guess what? This was the day that the Cats trailer dropped. This was the day... <laughs> I remember it so viscerally. I think we all remember where we were when the Cats trailer came out. You can't forget. Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this week it is Chris Murphy, the Vanity Fair writer, comedy queen... And I want you to take a deep breath because in this episode, we do not stop talking. It's got theater. It's got pop culture. It is an ep of all eps. But before we get into it, I want to dish about my weekend in Montana. Yeah, if you follow me on the gram, you saw a lot of content, um, mostly hikes and me talking about the stares we received. Turns out, not a lot of gays in that state. And I do mean the entire state. Uh, we were hiking one day. and I mean, it was like a very busy hike. I'm talking at least 800 people crossed our path throughout the many hours we were there. And we counted six gay people. And I know anyone who's queer listening knows how I counted them because I knew they were gay. But if you're straight, just try. I knew. We knew. I mean, like, no, we knew. I'm not even going to second guess myself. We knew. But speaking of that same hike, we heard these two guys behind us immediately knew they were not gay, but they sounded hot. You know that voice of just like, well, first of all, they had confidence. They also were only talking about their diets and like all the workouts they do. I'm like, if these people end up being trolls, none of this will have been worth it to hear about the egg whites that they consume. But of course, I turn around to get a little glimpse. I see tank top. I see arms. I see legs. I see. I, I mean, I saw they were human beings in the full sense of the word, but also just gorgeous. So, of course, we slow down a bit, let them get ahead of us. And for the next 45 minutes, we stare at their asses and arms. And I can imagine their eyes look beautiful from behind, too. And then, of course, at one point, they go off to a new path. And we were like, damn it. But I, in addition to the hot hikers, the amount of gorgeous, gorgeous men. I mean, it makes sense. They're all athletic and they're all like enjoying nature, which we do in very small doses. But God, do not go to Montana to feel welcome, but do go to have a lot of sexual tension with the straight men in the restaurant around you. Also, funny story. I mentioned weeks ago about trying to finish the merch. And, you know, sometimes you have a project that you just don't know if it's ready to go. And then you just start to procrastinate. And that procrastination makes you feel bad about the procrastination. So you procrastinate even more. And then you just like, don't do it. That's where I've been with this merch until today. Simultaneously, had a friend staying with us and had a therapy appointment. And within 24 hours, I was wearing the merch that I had made and got multiple comments from my friend and the therapist asking where they can get their own. I'm not making this up. I have a renewed sense of excitement. The merch is perfect and it's going to be up this month. I'm not the boy who cried merch. (laughs) This is me holding myself accountable too. If you don't see it in the next two weeks, bug me. But I don't think you're going to need to because I'm ready. I'm ready for the gay ass dynasty of me becoming the Jojo Siwa of gay ass merch. God, I would love that. But with that in mind, let's get into this week's episode with Chris Murphy. I do ask him towards the end of the episode about one of my favorite articles he wrote for Vanity Fair. It's about all these actors who lost out on roles. He has some really good tea about some of those really, really crazy stories. We also, again, talk about so much theater, so much Housewives. It's truly a pop culture app of the Ages. Enjoy it. Follow us at Gay Ass Pop. 
podcast. Keep on sending me your amazing messages. It makes my fucking day. And here's Chris Murphy. Your sound sounds delicious. I mean, oh, I that's tell you're, so you're a, a, a profesh, a profesh. That's <laughs> all I ever wanted is to sound good. Is that's it? That's it. Just have a beautiful voice, which I do. <laughs> if I asked you to sing a riff, would you be able to do it? I, you know, I might. You know, I might be able to. I have. I only have like a couple, but I'd probably, I'd probably break into a. What if I? What if I asked you to do? Um, Jasmine Sullivan singing home at 10 years old. Absolutely. If I, oh my God, the way that I've practiced that it, probably a 3 billion times and I will never, I will never have the vocal dexterity that 10 year old Jasmine Sullivan had. Who singing. does that? Wait, which, which, Who? which is your favorite riff of hers? Um, in that song specifically. Um, um mine. Cause it's real to me. Oh, I love that one that's too. The, yeah. that's, so it's, it's actually psycho. And that's like, I miss like 10 Too notes. Yeah. Oh, you were already nailing it. It's, it's, yeah. so, it's sort of like, but it's not. But again, like if you like actually the amount of notes that she does per second is, is so I can't think of anyone who can do more notes per second. And it's actually like, I, and I've tried, I've tried since I was like 17 years old to, to nail that. And I, I do know some girls who can do it, which is crazy. I believe you, and I know they exist, but I don't think I've ever seen it done live. I think oh. I would have, like, I think... I'd have a heart think, attack. I'd have a full-blown yeah. heart attack if I saw somebody actually execute it live with a mic in place. And they're so musically just, like, they're so on it. They're so intelligent. They're intelligent riffs. I'll say it. Some of these girls riff stupid. Well, the riffs aren't, there aren't, like, based in storytelling. They're, they're not, not based, based in storytelling. They're not based in reality. No, exactly. They're, they're, on, not based they're on a in different character. planet. They're on a different... Bad, bad. They're based bad, 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 on bad, bad, show-offness. Bad. TikTok has made it so it's show-off culture, and I don't. I don't Do like you that. think that Jasmine knew the level of talent they possessed at that age, or was it just like second nature? I think it was just second nature. I think it was growing up in the church. I think it was. I think it was just like that's just how people say. She just said she's like yeah. that's how she said. Like she didn't seem like. <laughs> not to compare Jasmine Sullivan to another really wonderful singer, Olivia Rodrigo, at that age. But have you seen oh. the video of Olivia Rodrigo singing um, Gimme Gimme at like age yes, 10? Yes, I have. It's unbelievable. But okay, there's a sort of awareness with yes. Olivia Rodrigo at 10. She's like, I'm a little star. I'm so good at this. Look at me, Belt. I'm mama's little star. Whereas Jasmine is just up there singing the damn song. And it's there singing the damn song. It's the same thing when it comes to anything, when it comes to talent or even beauty. And what I mean by this is if you meet a hot person and they know they're hot, they are less hot. That's why I can't live in LA. (laughs) That's Um, why I can't live there. Listen, I do understand that I did move here somewhat recently and I have met many a self-aware, beautiful person. But I will say that when I met my dear dear husband he Mm. at the time and still did not know how hot he was or he Mm. at least acted in a way that he like was really quite humble about the whole thing and um it was a huge it was a huge turn on for me Mm. turn on there was a turn on that he didn't know that he didn't that he didn't know that he was hot but he didn't act like he was like a like a like like he could get anyone well that's the 30 rock well that's actually different than the 30 rock hot bubble where it's like you're so hot that like the world just does you don't have to have any skills but that is it is yes having not sort of being aware of or not projecting your beauty you can be aware that you're hot or you're super talented but not being like throwing it in everybody's face yeah i think that's sexy it's a sort of a quiet confidence do you know ooh, i shouldn't even i don't know when this comes out say it, say it, say it, say it. okay well you don't have to cut this but i did i just i just interviewed a, someone who's really hot <laughs> it was, i talked to luke evans oh the, my god chris i yeah. was just talking to someone about luke evans yeah. how was the energy and how was the energy he it was so just like relaxed and just so, so charming like without even like you know breaking a sweat and like so honestly like generous and giving and like and wonderful and but like it was just sort of this like innate and it wasn't like a movie star hotness where it's like it's a little too like i've interviewed hugh jackman before sorry um who's hot in his own way but it's like he looks like he was cut out of stone like it's like sure. sort of like such a chiseled it's like i'm not saying there's work done but i'm just saying it's it, it, the whole when it all comes together it just looks like more than the sum of its parts and that like it it's looks very manufactured, orchestrated orchestrated yes. manufactured Luke was very like it was just sort of just like chill. I was like, oh, I could definitely 
see you, you know, walking down the boardwalk in Fire Island and be like, what? So here's the deal. I was talking about him very recently because the question was, I was like, oh, Beauty and the Beast. And the group of gays I was with was like, no, I thought he was. And I was like, no, Beauty no, and the Beast. That, let's get that right. That's actually how I heard of him. He also has done a lot more, but like that's, that was well, He the... was also in Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. Yes, which I watched I... three episodes of that. <laughs> okay, so I watch it all only because I love a cult and I love Nicole in a wig. Yeah, but who doesn't? I... And that was a crazy wig crazy wig but i also if we're being really controversial on this episode of this gosh darn podcast i want to can i tell you why chris uh wait luke evans can i tell you why luke evans came up recently okay please yeah because the person telling the story years and years ago hooked up with him of course of course he has that i was i'm professional but i was like i know you have stories Oh, uh, yeah. and the thing is, like, knowing that that man is gay, who, like, you know, like, he looks like a rugby player that would yeah. beat the shit out of exactly. you. Exactly. Very, it sort of like, taps into your uh, bully, you know, your, yes, like, high yes, school yes, bully. Yes. But, like, secretly, like, you guys meet in the showers and you, like, fuck. Oh that's the sort of, that's the vi- that's the vibe that he just, like, emanates without even trying. And But also, it's just, like, it's like, just a really nice gay man who lives in oh my London, God. Portugal, and Lisbon. And those are three places that are far away. That um, I would like to get railed I, in. I would, yes, yeah, three amazing, beautiful, different locales. The Can you imagine getting, getting getting railed your back in blown out in Lisbon? This does the oh my god the, the flowers oh my god I would I, you know I <laughs> I'd love to make that happen. You finish the session and then you go have a gorgeous spread of like the most fresh amazing food and then you're walking oh down a stone. God. You take a dip. You take a dip in the you do stone path. You walk down a stone path. You take a dip in the ocean. It's just absolutely, of course. Now, literally, my brain when I think when I think Portugal, I think Real Housewives of Potomac because they went to Portugal, <laughs> and huge. <laughs> and so you sled down like you get a toboggan, you sled down a big thing like they did, like a big street, city street, and then you you all fight at dinner, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay because you're in Portugal. Because you're in Portugal, and you. <laughs> well, I think it's very important for us to before I get into a very important question. I just want you to know that. When people come on this podcast, and I genuinely feel lucky that they are on, I try to make that known, and I genuinely feel very blessed that you are on this podcast. We were talking before we recorded that you were on one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Say it with me, girlies. Bitch Sash. Bitch Sash. Bitch Sash. That was a highlight of, of my career. Of uh, You know, speaking of housewives is my, in my oh brain. My, exactly. It was really, you know, shout out to Casey and Danielle. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> they are listening. They are <laughs> weekly listeners. Um, weekly I listeners. And one of my dreams is to have Casey or Danielle or both on this podcast. And I oh, feel they like. Oh, they phenomenal. I Maybe can't. Fun, I got, can't wait. They've got specifically gay male energy. And gay energy can be anything, but they've got specifically gay male energy. And I think they would do really well there. So, first of all, thank you for coming on this podcast. Second of all, I want to uh, reference with the Housewives a tweet that you had that said, I want to have my bachelor party at Bluestone Manor. (laughs) Cursed. 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 Well, because again, drama. I mean, okay, I want to get my back blown out in Lisbon, and then then I want to get my bachelor party absolutely at Bluestone Manor. Can you think of any weirder vibes? Like any more sort of fucked, chaotic? I mean, it would be haunted AF. And oh, then Dorinda be... constantly interrupts you. just Slurring, like, throwing a mar- two martinis in. Absolutely saying the meanest thing you've ever... You, meaner than anything you could have ever possibly thought of. I just think it, it would it provide stories for a lifetime. Memories for a lifetime. And I feel 100%. like bachelor parties are about making memories. I was on a bachelor party in Calgary, Canada when I tweeted that, it was, which was really fun. It it was like rodeo themed. It was absolutely oh. bizarre and fantastic. And I was with some dear friends from college. Straight guy. We went to drag brunch. There was a RuPaul's drag brunch. Carson, Michelle Visage, Monet Exchange, Evie Oddly. Shut it the was fuck Jinx up. Jinx Mon motherfucking suit. Shut Let's up. talk about singers, live singers, Jasmine Sullivan, Olivia Rodrigo, Jinx Monsoon. That's Jinx my, Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon. On the, on the last week episode, she sound, I just felt like these people, wa- you could tell the panel watching knew how lucky they were to be witnessing a Jinx that, Monsoon performance. A Jinx Monsoon performance. An absolute, I'll shout out to Monet for actually, for absolutely killing it with opera, but also Jinx Monsoon. Unbelievable vocalist. Really fantastic. But, <laughs> that was a long way of saying I was with some very you know like LGBT friends my friends are very you know queer they all loved you know we're, mm-hmm. we were at a rodeo but we were at the drag brunch at the rodeo so and I was like where would I want to have my bachelor party what's gayer than this and I Bluestone Manor you landed because on Dorinda Medley's haunted mansion haunted in the home that she needs to that is the only thing I think it's like she'll she'll be alive as long as Bluestone Manor is standing Dorinda will 
persist. Which, for all we know, will be 300 years. 300 years. It's no, still kicking. Literally, it will be in the year 2,422. <laughs> and Dorinda will still be like, when I was in the hot air balloon above the manor and I held on to it. Taylor like, Armstrong. Oh, you kill me. <laughs> Don't Do you, eat are upstairs. You, <laughs> are you and team Dorinda should be back or the pause is permanent? I'm a team is again, and I say this with love because I do think I thought Ultimate Girls Trip was honestly some of the best cinema I've ever seen. And I, I do use cinema specifically. It was like mm. art. Um, mm. She's not well enough to be back on the show full time. No, she's no honestly girl. not. She's too unwell. And it's, there's a really hard. That's a really that line for me. I'll go deep. Like I'll go like I want Phaedra back. I want Vicky yes. back. Even I want sure. so many people back. I have to. I, I have to draw. I want Jill. We draw the line. We draw the line of Dorinda. It's she's just not. She's literally too unwell. But you say it out of love, I think, because yeah. you want her to be well. And then maybe, like, I just think, like, she, the road she's going, it, the only road needs to go into an inpatient facility. In, and if inpatient. the road, she can't if do there are, if Andy and a camera's around, she should not be there. No, she can't. At be least there. for six to nine months. I was going to say years, but not months. Six to yeah. nine months. Yeah. At the, ge- the gestation of a baby, I think if she can, <laughs> if she can grow into a person who has a little more, some more tools, maybe. Yes, she needs a rebirth, a full rebirth. And I was just thinking, like, the way that, like, I think her, like, her life could be a musical. I'm just thinking of, like, the 11 o'clock number, if she put her life together. Like, the 11 o'clock number of Dorinda Medley, like, putting it all together. Like, it's, like, Rose's turn, who... Like no, Chris, like, it's just like it's who do giving, we know that's gonna write the Dorinda Medley life the the bio musical? I don't know. We we should call whoever did Grey's Gardens. We should call <laughs> Sondheim's Ghost. We should call. <laughs> Sondheim does Dorinda Medley's music. <gasps> yeah. Okay. From the and grave. then they, and of course the the uh, the eleven o'clock number is called I made it I nice. Made it nice. I made it nice. I made it nice. And it's like it's and it's big. It's bombastic. It's you need someone with like belt bleeding from their throat i want someone belting who plays, and bleeding. who plays if, if like a broadway star of today who plays dorinda in the bio musical oh my god that's actually such an that's such an incredible question i know I who it is i know who it is okay wait wait okay wait. i you know what okay okay well i was <laughs> great gardens but it can't be christine ebersole because she doesn't have the voice for it but she, she would be perfect she would be amazing wait i was gonna say christine, christine ebersole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually crazy because i was like wait christine ebersole will be perfect and she could sing it she could sing it but you want i know i know i know I was even just thinking, like, uh, this is maybe too. She's not. Who are you? There you go. You go. I just said Christina. Beth Level. Oh, in a blonde wig. Beth Level in a blonde wig. And a a, a broad lip. A a broad, a messy lip, a messy lip. Because it is (laughs) actually drowsy chaperone adjacent. Dorinda (laughs) is drowsy. She is drowsy chaperone. As we stumble along. Wait, wait, wait. Carol Channing comes back from the dead and plays Dorinda Medley. And plays Dorinda Yes. And that actually, and that actually, and I actually think it's one of, it's a share show thing where you have like three Dorinda Medleys. So Carol young, Channing. middle. Young, middle, and old. Old Carol Channing. Carol Channing from the dead. And then you have Beth Level. Even though Christine could do it, it could be one of those things. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, replacement. And then you have like, you know, some upcoming starlet, you know. Yes. As the young, as, as Dorinda, as married to. As married to, 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 to Richard. Richard. To Richard, who Phaedra um, said, who? <laughs> who? 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 Who's, who's, who's Richard? Who, who's um, Richard? Um, I feel pe- anyone who did not see the share show, I feel like did not live. I really, you know what? And guess who didn't live? This Chris guy. Murphy. I didn't see it. I didn't get to see Chris, it. And I love Stephanie you, J. Block. I love Stephanie J. Block. It's one of my fondest memories in the theater. I, I don't, I don't know what was going on. 2018, 2019. It was a, a weird. Oh, I have time. those too, though. I have those. There, there are shows that I didn't I, know what was going on. I don't miss much. No, and I, I doubt that you do. I only went because I think Matt pressured me to go, and I am mm. um, so glad that he did, because I remember having... I rarely see a show not sober. I want to be very present for it, but <laughs> yeah. like I saw yeah. the Cher show like very much inebriated by an edible, and it was one of the like most... Because here's the thing. The some show, of the shows you have... Some of the shows require it. To. The Cher show seems like that. I, Diana the Musical, which I did see, I was like three martinis in and it was oh, actually transcendent like i i fully out of body experience how much fucking fun i had in that theater it's beyond that's a requirement any, like, for that show i would it's say it's a requirement you, you, you yeah. go in stone cold sober you're gonna actually you're gonna you're gonna ask questions and they actually sometimes <laughs> theater is not about asking questions it's about letting things wash over you and letting things happen to you and at, at the re- you release agency sometimes it's about letting go of your agency and letting and letting the work talk 
and let uh, what's speak. what's the actor's name who played Diana? Oh, um, um, oh my God, I know, uh, G- uh, Jeanette Gianna DeWall. It's like something like. And let Gianna DeWall take your spirit, and she has control of your person. And she has it, and let her belt really high, and wear pretty dresses, a pretty pretty girl in a pretty pretty dress. And I have no idea if that's exactly her name, but I think it's close to that. No, Gianna that's it. DeWall. That's it. That's, that's it. it. We love her. We love um, her. She could be young. She could be young, Dorinda. Oh my god, and that's cast and that's on and casting. That's, and that's on cat and that's on casting, babe. <laughs> you also did a write an article recently with the cast of Into the Woods revival, which I find to be a huge for our community. It was it honestly is huge for our community, and it's one of those things where I sorry, Into the Woods is probably my favorite musical of all time. Sorry, sorry, I played Jack in high school and I was absolutely great. You had to have been great. I was I was really good, I will say. I really I mean the production had its flaws, but it was <laughs> I I came through. Um, sorry, I I've seen like every production with my mom, and like we it's just something that we love to do. Together. How was it's your like, witch when you played Jack? How was your witch? She was fin- she was great. She was great. Roxanne Quilty, shout out, absolutely. She went to NYU for musical theater because she was that girl. She was the, yes. they did the show. She was a senior. I was a junior. They did that show because she was that girl. You can't you can't do Into the Woods in high school if you don't have a witch. That's like that's, that's you the, need a witch. That's the silliest thing in the world. That's silly boots. You, so like, did you see it with um just Bettina or did you see which one did you see i saw both actually so i saw (gasps) it i saw it with heather headley who like if we're talking about like things that made me gay or like heart heather headley's r&b album from like 2001 Mm. i wish i wasn't Uh, it, it, it was just so good huge she's like huge to my whole family so much so that like when it was announced that she was in it my mom was like immediately got tickets for the whole family and i was like yeah, we have to we have to go see it. So saw it with Heather and Danae was amazing. Mm. Danae Benton, who was Cinderella, and I'll shout out Neil Patrick Harris. I'm not afraid to say he was really good. He was <laughs> he really was, good. He was really fucking good. And I thought and like, Sarah Bareilles. I think Sarah Bareilles is killer. Is honestly, and I am a Joanna Gleason. Joanna, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Joanna Gleason supremacist. Like I honestly, mm. <laughs> I think that like I will never be able to be in a monogamous relationship because I identified with the Baker's wife too early because I saw. <laughs> into the woods when i was like you know the pbs version when i was like 11 and i was like that i was like she's making sense i, I had like, my first hookup and... while that movie played on the f- f- floor of my freshman dorm yes i was 18 <laughs> i'm devastated to say i was that old but yeah There's... joanna gleason hive rise up hive rise up and i say this so i I'm, I'm saying this to say that i i love joanna gleason i think it's Truly a pitch perfect, like, there's not one thing that I would change about the performance. She is so fantastic. And, and I saw Amy Adams do it. And I watched clips of Sutton Foster at the Hollywood Bowl. And everyone's doing a little bit of Joanna, sort of Joanna cosplay. Or they're trying to go so against type. And mm-hmm, Amy mm-hmm. sort of went so against type and tried to be, like, nice. Nice speaker's wife. And that didn't work. And Sutton it just it was not good cast. It just didn't work. Didn't work. I will say Sarah Burrell's is the first Baker's wife I've seen that is that works that works that is high praise. That, oh, and Emily high Blunt, praise. I'm not even talking about Emily Blunt, even though I do I respect her. But that movie, we just don't even. It's not canon. We don't we don't include. We it. don't need to. We don't need we to don't, go there. We don't include it. But Sarah Bareilles, because she's a pop star who really is a theater girl, but she's a pop star, so she sings everything like a pop star, and it's easy and it's beautiful. But it comes. It's she's not approaching it from like an MT place. She's approaching it from like, I'm a pop star girly, singer songwriter, Joni Mitchell, you know, that's, that's, that's my vibe. Carol King, you know, all that, all that goodness. And it totally works. Salt of the earth. It, her moments in the woods, both times. See, I, I got, I, I only saw the Heather Headley one. I haven't seen the, the, the Broadway, but like, I think Heather Headley made the, the Aida cast recording is what, is what made me gay. But I, I do, oh, I yeah. think because oh. y- your brain is so special and we could talk for <laughs> literally, I mean, I, it's like, I, I, I just need Sorry, to ask I the podcast. No, ruined I win the podcast. <laughs> are you kidding me? I truly want this to last 25 hours. Um, let me ask the famous podcast question though, which is Chris, whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? So you'd think, okay, you'd think, and I, I thought about this once you sent the email, you'd think that I would say any of the things that we talked about already. Because sure. we've talked about, you know, musical theater, theater camp, Heather Hadley, uh, Joni Mitchell, you know, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, any of all, uh, all of these people, and they're all in the soup. But actually, to take a hard left and not to completely derail the podcast, but what I was going to say, and what I do think is ultimately true, I think it was the 2000 Sydney Olympics U.S. Men's Gymnastics Team. I oh, think that's what it. I think that's what it. I think that's what it was. 2000 Sydney 2000 Men's Sydney Olympics. Men's Olympic Team with Blaine and I. Some I so I was a I like did gymnastics pretty seriously as a kid. Like 
I, w- I competed and went to gymnastics camp. I didn't I, know that about you. No, that's one of my... If you saw my resume, special skills, tumbling. And I still can tumble, which is funny. I was... There was a time that I thought that, like, I was going to, like, really do, like, college gymnastics and, like, wanted to, like, go to the Olympics. So I was, like, obsessed. I think I was, like, seven, eight or something. I was, like, obsessed with the U.S. with men's gymnastics. And honestly, to this day, I still am sort of obsessed with it. Like, it's hard to come by. But, like, I will drop literally anything it could be tickets to into the woods it could be my you know own birthday party but if men's gymnastics is on television i will be watching it or and women's gymnastics i love women's gymnastics too and i guess it's also my mom's fault because she was a gymnast and so then oh, she put shit. me she, she was she's not like professionally she just like did it like like all like that was her sport more than the average joe more than the average joe competed all that stuff in high school and i think into college a bit she was like yeah you should start doing gymnastics and then i started doing gymnastics and i got fully obsessed with it and then i was like oh wait i think i'm in love i think i I had like emotional sexual feelings for like every person for the ham brothers they were the morgan and paul ham Mm. Um, oh wait i know them. see i i was these are names that you would forget but you actually do remember if you think about it well sadly for me i was the child that loved gymnastics but wasn't good at it you were the (laughs) one that (laughs) that loved it and was good at it i like i just like I got too tall. I gained mm. my baby weight. I just like I was. I wasn't buoyant. The air did not want to lift me. <laughs> and I, but I like I wrote like a paper and like literally like you know did like a project in first grade. I think on Paul Ham. Oh my god, yeah, because he has, he had this mushroom cut. They had those mushroom bowl cuts, oh. and they were, were just like kind of in for the night. They were like sort of like Hanson yeah. twins who could yeah, yeah, or yeah. like who like could tumble and were like so strong and compact to this day my dad says that i like stunted my growth because i did gymnastics so much because i was like because i and I, i'm not like that short but like i like i was like a big tumbler flippy flippy and i was good and i thought i was like could make it really far but then i was really bad at pommel horse but everybody in america's bad at pommel horse that's actually a thing fuck that's our, the pommel fuck horse. the pommel horse it's, the, it's boring and it's stupid and it doesn't, it's not, it's like, who cares that you can balance? It's simply, some things are too hard. Some things we are not meant to do. And I just think we're not meant to, we're not meant, we're not meant to sort of swing our legs and go back and forth on two. No, no, no. Pommels? It's against, no. it's against God's wishes. God's will, God wish. And we're always thinking about God's wishes. So I ended up like quitting and getting into theater because I was like, oh, like, I like performing and being and like people like, you know, looking at me do stuff. Like, Did you ever play the carpet in Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not play the carpet in Beauty and the Beast. I played the Artful Dodger and Oliver like right when I was like finishing up gymnastics like twice in a row because I could do a like round off back tuck and I was like, you know, you do that. You, Listen. You, you hit that in the middle of, or I think I did a back handspring, ran up back handspring in two different productions. You hit that as the Artful Dodger in Oliver. The crowd goes fucking wild. Con yourself. I'm, yeah, and that oh, was basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's still how I do British accents to this day. <laughs> and the rest is ast- astere. Ast- astere. 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 I'm Adele. Adele. <laughs> uh, divorce by. Divorce. Divorce by. Divorce by. Wow, this gymnastics uh, background is stunning. Did you ever, um, speaking of being in love, did you ever have a gymnastics romance with any of your other fellow athletes? <sighs> no, not gymnastics. I did. I eventually then became a pole vaulter in high school, which is interesting because it's sort of like a similar thing. Isn't that weird? A lot of weird little tricks, a lot of different It's paths. not weird. It's just, it's actually, you're living so many dreams that I never had and watch <laughs> me now turn the whole interview where I'm like now angry at you because of my jealousy and I, I instantly turn cold. You turn on um, me? Oh, wait, I, I'm wait. like, so why are you so... I start like poking holes in your work um what um but no actually i love watching pole vaulting because it literally is the closest thing we have to fly no it's the closest thing and it was it is feels like flying and it was it was actually kind of cool i was like good at it but i wasn't like big enough or strong enough to really like shoot yourself all you have to actually sort of be strong to be good at stuff i guess at least sure sure um, it feels very high risk to me very good that that thing could snap and girlina i could be I have seen at a, at a fucking pole vaulting meet back in high school, a kid went up, pole snapped, it, the shards on the pole were up, he fell stomach directly the into the shards, up. like he was basically like fillet, like, like, like a piece of chicken on a fork, and then he had to go to the <laughs> hospital. I think he like, like, it like, he had like internal bleeding, it was fucked. And then I had to pole vault after him, and then I had to like go and do it. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, I don't care about this. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're like, I want my spleen. I would love. I'd, ra- I'd rather have my spleen. But um, but oh, gymnastics. It was like I was like it was like middle school until like sort of like and whatnot. It was like like I remember like lots of sleepovers. There's lots of rough housing. There's lots of you know boys. You know you know jumping off of things and jumping off of each other. And you know mm. I watched the Fast and the Furious. The, the like at a sleepover with all my gymnastics friends and we and it was you know very it was like that sort of like rambunctious boy like but like that's like homoerotic and like completely yeah, yeah. but you can't how like many say of them that. ended up coming out post this age do you know definitely a couple some of them like went like hard like did it in college and now have like kids and like teach gymnastics places and then there's like there are a couple that go to cheer and stretch oh sure what? sure i just when sometimes when i'm watching that when gymnastics on the olympics and i'm like fuck like i wish more of you were huge bottoms like you like why are, why are you straight <laughs> again not to put because all bodies are beautiful and bodies are amazing but there's something about the male gymnast body type to me that is so luscious that is so oh great God. and just like so compact and strong and like and like so oh it's like it's very. It makes me horny. I would say. I'd say it yeah, makes yeah. me horny. Whose whose fault is it that you're horny? That's my follow up <laughs> podcast. Um, that's a horny ass podcast. It's a horny. Actually, podcast. not a bad idea. That's um, write that down. I do want to ask um, if you had to choose Sophie's choice between you could only have sex with a, a, a gymnast or a swimmer. Who do you choose? Wow. Okay, that's actually sort of triggering because my ex-boyfriend from college was like a swimmer dancer. So I've done that. So honestly, so how how dare you not do your research and know that? You're right. Um, I should have known your swimmer ex. (laughs) (laughs) He turned on me. He turned on me. He turned on me. You're right. I'm doing really passive aggressive ways. (laughs) Yeah. So um, you want to ever like hook up with a swimmer or? Okay. I'm shorter. I guess I don't know. I got. I. I, The height. uh, I'm not a big height guy, but I, I too tinted. Hook up with people that are taller than me, just by nature of being. Okay, you need to tell us how tall you are. How tall are you? Yeah, actually, now you have to guess because we've never met in person. You're right. Okay. Um. Let's see. You say you're kind of short, but not that short. I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah. I know what you are. I know what you are. You are five foot six. Okay, that's actually literally true. And I, I say five foot seven because I wear shoes and I stand on my tippy toes. But really, I'm like five six and a half. Famous line. I say I'm five seven because I wear shoes. Unlike many other people, I wear shoes, and so that's why I say I'm five seven. But if so you're contrary really, to popular belief, I do wear shoes. I, I do wear shoes, and that makes me five seven actually. Um, but you're actually I love sort of five, on the six. Five, six. I love five six. I love five six or five seven. Five, Listen, um, I have a twin brother who is five foot four. I'm six foot two. Oh, you're six foot two, and your twin brother is five foot four. Can you believe? Oh my god! Is there like how is what was that dynamic like? He's up? straight and rich and has a great head of hair. He's okay. <laughs> Although okay, he doesn't so he's literally he five. He's fine. He doesn't love that I make fun of him for being short still as 32-year-olds, but like, get get over it. You're get fine. You have it. a child. They didn't have to have a fucking surrogate. Watch me like go off on yeah, straight you people. Go, you absolutely. Oh my God. He, he's model. fine. He's fucking fine. He's but fine. no, he he is he is tiny. Um, I do <laughs> want to, since we're already on like the triggering roadway for you, I do want to ask you um, I, another I would say gymnast though, the over swimmer. Oh That's yeah. I'll I'll say, say, yeah. That. We're I going gymnast. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. 
until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Um, you tweeted something that was very vulnerable, which is that you accidentally one time went home with a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, that's care actually to, care to comment yes and it's so crazy because i like it's it was like pre-pandemic so it's like it feels like literally a whole new it was like a completely different time i was a completely different person and it and you know what you know what it does it all comes back which is it all comes back to singing somehow crazily which is so funny it all um, does it all does and again i well, I'll, I'll just, I'll tell you about it. I randomly was at the duplex in, which is like a piano bar in the West Village of New York. And I like was with friends and then I, but then I like ended up like singing a song or something. I think, who knows what it was. I sang, I sang some freaking song at the piano bar. And this guy who like, and again, something about Trump supporters that we don't talk about enough is some of them are hot. And that's actually, that's, some of them are, true. some of them are really true. hot. And this like sort of like, Corn bread, uh, corn husk fed, <laughs> Idaho looking blonde, sort of handsome, sort of guy. Will like came up to me and he was like, "Oh, you were so good. Like, can I buy you a drink?" And I was like, "Well, I've, I, well I, if you think I was good, you think I, you, you buy me? Yeah, then for sure. Like, absolutely." Didn't ask that many questions. First red sign, or the red, the red flag rather, was should have been. I was like, "Where do you live?" He was like, "Oh, I live around the corner." There are no mm-hmm. no gay people in their twenties really live in the west village anymore that's like banker you know jp morgan chase bank land he's one of those so it was one of those things where he was like i live around the corner and then we were talking or whatever and then it was like sort of in our conversation i could tell politically i was like okay he's like a little different but he's really pretty and whatnot we sort of like i got into it a little bit but i was like ah it's like it, it wasn't clear until I went home with him and we walk in. I see he has a Make America Great Again hat like hanging on his wall in his room. Prominently featured. Prominently featured Make America Great Again hat. Like truly like right there. And I was like, oh, now I'm in the bad. Now I'm in a get out situation. This is like, I thought this was just sort of like, you know, intellectual discourse, tete-a-tete, like devil's advocate shit. But we're, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. we're actually in... We're in the bad place. You and thought he was a bit of a contrarian, whereas he was more of a you should not have rightsian. Yes, he was absolutely you should not have rightsian. But he was but the thing is, he like we like <laughs> we had like sort of I was already sort of in it, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm like I'm here, you know, I guess I'm here. Oh, so we I start hooking up, sort of. And then, like, you know, a, like, you know, uh, as things progress or whatever, he's like he like he pulls the whopping, the whopping, the the absolute whopper that I'm sure has happened to all of us at some time or another, he's like, oh, I've actually just started talking to a girl. Like, I'm actually sort of seeing this girl. <laughs> and like, I don't, me? I swear to God. And then he kicked my ass out. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And then he was like, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. So like, I like, we like, you got was it. this mid hookup that he kicked you out? It was like mid hookup. It was actually sort of mid, mid end for him. It was sort of like, he sort of like, <laughs> like he, had sort he did of, his thing. He did his thing. And sort of in the reciprocation, he was like, actually, yeah, I've actually started start, like seeing this girl and talking to her. And when I, and guess what? This was the day that the Cats trailer dropped. This was the day <laughs> I remember it so viscerally. It was the day that the trailer for Cats, the movie came out. And so everything I think in the world, we all remember where we were when the Cats you, trailer came you out. You can't forget. And so it's just like, there were so mm. many things in the universe that were just screaming, no, don't, stop, yeah, please, yeah, don't. Um, there was w- a glitch in the Matrix. There was a glitch that night, and I wish you know, I wish him and his the girl that he was texting and starting to see. I hope you know, I hope they were married and have kids. And that man grew up to be Matt Gates. I don't know. I'm trying to do any sort of <laughs> yes, reference. And that, and that man was Aaron Shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God can you no. imagine? Oh God! No! Oh God! Oh, I just got a chill down my spine. Yeah, um, let's not. He who shall not be named. Absolutely not. Absolutely. He not. who shock not be shocked. Shock not shocked. Well, I'm glad you survived the um, the bisexual Trump yeah. supporting hookup experience, and I don't wish it on anyone else. And I'm thank you for sharing your story for awareness. Thank you. I think you actually more people. That's we have to share our stories. Otherwise, you know how how can we protect ourselves as a community? Exactly. We have exactly. to. We have to speak out. And this episode is going to be called "When You Give a Trump Supporter My Cocky." <laughs> 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 but you don't get any in return. That's the end. That's the end. You don't get any in return. Any in return. That's the thing about Trump supporters. They're selfish. 
so fish fish um i do okay there's a few pop culture things that i just i would be so angry at myself if i didn't ask you um uh, uh real uh, housewives of beverly hills do you mm. think that diana is a one season wonder or should she come should she come back oh i think she's flop of the century i think she flops so yeah. hard her and her gay husband yeah i said it edit that out if we get sued but i don't think we will no, he's, um he's like I, sissy that walk bitch yes he's like you look so fucking amazing tonight hun you look fucking slay and i'm like yeah i see myself on screen but this is not, not <laughs> representation matters um diana i honestly liked her at the beginning more than other yeah. people like i was like i was like oh like she doesn't like really speak english that well like let's give her like you know She's got an interesting backstory. She literally, like, you know, it has too much money. Like, we, I'll say it. She has too much. Too much. She doesn't need all that at all. So I was like, let's give her a shot. But then when she came for... And I'm not going to say I'm a slutton, but I will say that I'm more slutton... I'm more of a slutton fan than not. So when Did she came for... Did you say a slutton? A slutton. That's what slutton stands are called. The sluttons fans I are love sluttons. Sluttons. I'm not a full you know, slutton. I- but I do, but I do not like me some not. I'm not not. I do like me some Sutton and Garcelle. I think but- we align there because she is important for the show. But do- sometimes, like, you know what's so frustrating about the whole thing is that clearly she made a mistake by going up to, uh, to uh, Diana at the party and saying, so wait, you're on bed rest, but yeah, you're here but now. But that's also like, is that- like a valid question, but she shouldn't have said that. I mean, like, exactly. yes, exactly. But I'm valid like, question, I- but the way she said it was shady. And then yeah, Diana... she's weird. She's a weird woman. Sutton is a, a weirdo. That was one of the best things Diana ever said was like, well, you know, it's just Sutton. She's just a weird, freaky, like, <laughs> yeah. weird freak of nature. And I was like, Not yeah, incorrect. Not incorrect correct but you're right she should not have but then diana just like at least be a good villain and now you're just like a it's it's boring and it's like not even it doesn't even like make sense like villains have to make sense on paper like if you wrote down the scene and her responses like you're like and you submitted it to like you know like your screenwriting 101 class they'd be like this doesn't actually make sense exactly none none of this this character doesn't make sense and she doesn't and it doesn't and like and as such like we can't care about her and i think she's just like picking on you know she's like picking this fight because she had to do something and like that's sutton's an easy target and like and like and then like and garcelle i also love garcelle and i think garcelle she's stirring the pot but in like a fun she's doing what lisa rona used to do really well and she's stirring the pot and she's like starting drama and whatever but she also like she does like ride for her people and i like that she sort of like sticks up for sutton who is weird and needs a normal person to be like this is what sutton actually means but there's nothing there's nothing i think diana like good try it was it was a swing and a miss yeah. and we'll catch you you know you we'll catch you on the next we'll catch you on the next diana's know. out sheree is in give her the diamond sheree is in we that's what we, we need to be moving in that way because we do need to be moving away from i think the kyle dorit erica that try the you know that that their their little thing their the Lisa posted someone said that like we need some real drama and Dorit needs to have an affair with Mauricio. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? Now that would be now that would actually now they all get renewed. Because right now I'm like, Kyle, I think we may have run our course with Kyle. I know I and I, I liked Kyle for a while, but this season she's really she's picking the wrong side of every argument for me. I know. I'm a Kyle apologist though, and it's it, it's brought a lot of tension well, see, to my marriage. I like but Lisa, I which is so terrible. I like Lisa. Oh, not Rena. I actually don't like Lisa Rena, but I loved I loved Lisa and Kyle as like a team. Oh, and I yeah. love and I and I like and I actually I like when there's like a messy queen who just like is just like is actually just stirring shit just completely. Yes. And I feel like we're missing that presence. And Garcelle sort of stepped into it and lisa rinna sort of did it a little bit but not well and like we need that we need that presence and kyle for me is not she's a really good audience surrogate sometimes she's a good sidekick but she's not center diamond for me this well this season especially the the she's not as doing as well of a job as being the audience surrogate as she once did as she once did I do want to ask. Speaking of um of messy people, are you going to be in the audience to see Leah Michelle do Funny Girl? If you think, <laughs> if you think that I haven't, that I'm not like uh, waiting, I am like counting down the literal days. Like I'm like, and I will say this as like okay, so I will say this as like I think what the producers and they did to Beanie was absolutely terrible. Went to summer camp with Beanie, did theater with Beanie, love Beanie. I think she's really talented. Well, that's oh. yeah, and wonderful. I think there are a lot of people made a lot of mm, yeah. So. So I so this is has nothing to do with Beanie at all. Re, Leah, I think she paid her debt to society. I think she was she was canceled. She didn't work for four to 
five years, which again, it might never be enough. It could never be enough. But honestly, like the girl can't read. She can't. There's not many job <laughs> options for her other yeah. than like getting on stage and singing. So it's like and park and bark, bitch. park and bark. So let her park and bark where she can't hurt anybody on a Broadway stage. She doesn't need to be on TV. She doesn't need a movie. Like, I'm not... I, I mean, though, I do think, like, she was really great in the Spring Awakening documentary. Like, I like lo- I love Spring Awakening. Great. She was great. I think she is definitely a princess. I think she was probably, like, insane as a 17-year-old. Like, being the most famous 22-year-old, you know, Ryan Murphy Empire, I'm sure that made you, her absolutely terrible. I think everything that everyone says about her is true. But do I think that, am I ready to give her a second chance and open? Again, I said this earlier in the episode, my bar for this, if you got it, it like, you have to be Dorinda level <laughs> for me to say, banish away. And I'm not, I'm not banishing right. Leah, because I think, because I saw her sing live. I went to the Spring Awakening reunion concert. I wrote about it for VF. And then I went to the, the premiere of the movie and she's saying oh. both, you know, she was, and she's still, God, by golly, she still, she still got it. She's got a voice Listen, on her. Well, the difference between between Leah and Dorinda is that Leah, I think, did take the time to go to her island yes. and like eat some and have to just pie, sit Dor- for many, many months, years, and just be like, oh, everyone hates me. What did I do? Why did yeah. I do this? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And maybe she's still terrible. I hope not. I mean, I was talking to someone that they think that she has to be on her best behavior because of what the world knows Good. about her. I hope that's, I the, hope case. that's the case. Um, I, I, I have heard, you know, actually someone, an uh, uh, amazing f- person who follows me on Instagram messaged me that their partner knows very firsthand some, some craziness of Lee Michelle, which like, who? there's a lot of... I stuff. oh there's a lot of stuff. I mean I've heard the things that I've heard, the things that I, I I haven't seen anything, but I will say when I went to the Spring Awakening premiere party, I did not see her read a goddamn thing. I will say that. Did not read a text <laughs> message, did not read a menu, did not read didn't did not If I were her, I would run I would with run it. I would never read it. a word would, again. Yeah. Whether she can or not. <laughs> that is such a great way to get out of having to not ever read again. You just never have to read again if you're Leah Michelle. That's actually incredible. Like she gets to a restaurant that she's like, What's your best dish? I can't, <laughs> I can't read the read. menu. I'm sorry, I can't do it. They're like, get the bolognese. She's like, done. done. But I'm ready. Again, and again, I know it's, we're very, we're in, society's intense. We say, you know, one strike and you're out. I'd say she's on two strikes. I'm ready. I want to see her try to swing and hit that last pitch. I'm ready to give her, I'm ready to give her a second chance. And I agree with you, Chris. I think that is, I think we're going to be the winners in the end because we're going to see her actually singing a gorgeous, the music, the music, music the, that makes The music that makes me dance. I literally, I, that score is like some of my favorite songs, like, some songs in the world. My dad, maybe this made me gay. My dad's favorite song is People from <laughs> Funny Girl. That's one of his People. favorite songs. I mean, same. My dad is a Barbara Stan. It's like, it's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Oh, wait, wait. Since, since this is like a logical next step, I have to ask you another podcast question. Chris Murphy, if the world was ending, you could only save one character, one character actress. actress. So this is really important too. And this is actually, I sort of actually got sort of nervous because I feel like everyone has probably been said and like, you know, and there's so many good ones because it's like, who could you, who do you save? But this is one because I want someone, I want a character actress who can do it all. I want someone who can do it all, who can do mm. comedy, drama, who can sing, who can act, who can, and who has proven herself and who has done, who's put in the work. And so I don't know if anyone said that. Well, I don't know. And there are some debates about this, but I would say Loretta Devine Loretta Devine. <gasps> no one has Woo! said Loretta, but that's so I'm good. I'm so happy. Not that it matters if anybody had said her, then they have taste. But I just love, I love her. I mean, original um, Laurel and Dreamgirls, her, her, and uh. the Tired is so good. It's literally, it's, it's pitch perfect. It's the best one I've ever heard. It's on YouTube. Go look at it during um, It's All Over. And then like, she's, and then, mm. oh my God, as as the chief's wife on Grey's Anatomy, she broke Adele, Adele named Adele. She broke my heart. She's so good. She's so fantastic. When she's in the Dreamgirls movie, and she's and she's like uh, the oh, it's just like she can do oh. anything. She can be funny. She can be sad. She can sing. She's such a warm presence, and she is like a tried and true journeyman journey woman feminism uh, actress actor. Come, Come on, on feminism. feminism. So I say Loretta Devine, get into it. I am obsessed with her. I mean, she, it's, uh, and like the thing about her, I think, is that she has been working for what, 400 years? 400 years. She needs a Cheryl Lee Ralph moment, honestly. That was, I was just going to say. There was, um, Larry Owens posted a video with Cheryl Lee Ralph where he was doing her line from Sister Act <laughs> 2. And um, singing does not put food on the table. Singing and like watching Cheryl Lee Ralph watch him do that. And I just uh, want, she, I think you're right that Loretta needs, needs, 
I don't know what the vehicle is, but she, another, an- I mean, she's another, another, another. It's like another. It's not that she hasn't had any. It's another. I love that video. Lately, exactly. It's one of my best friends, Avi. And then, and uh, yes, no, she needs another because it's like she had a stint on Grey's Anatomy that was great. And that was really, that was like a prime great. She wasn't, you know, no shade to Grey's Anatomy. But she was in like the real, the meat of it, like four yeah, through yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. eight, you know, and, or two through eight really is when we were really doing some really mm-hmm. great stuff there. And like, and she's, you know, she's had sitcoms and she's like, she's the, you know, she's like, she's, she's done the work and she's one of those place, people that everyone would be like, oh yeah, you see her face and you're like, oh yeah, I know who that is. But I want people to be like, that's Loretta. That's Miss Loretta Devine to yes, you. Exactly. And put some respect on that name. Well, and I think anyone listening to this now, if you're like, wait, there, there are all these things that they were talking about. Like, if you were to Google her, it, you have the exact reaction that you just described. Oh, oh of, of course. course. Yeah, of oh, course. of course. Oh, of course. But you want, I want, if I had to save one. And again, I thought, you know, I thought about Carrie Preston. We love Carrie. I love me some Carrie Preston from True Blood and the good. Uh, good one. I don't know why when you were saying all of the things that you require in yours, which was like, can do it all. The first person that came, I was like, oh, he's going to say Tony Collette. Because she, I was like, I was picturing her because she did what the wild party. Like, yeah, she, she did wild party theater moment. She is such a funny actress. She's such a, oh, wait. And yeah, exactly. And I also, I want to reference another amazing article you wrote for Vanity Fair, which is about all the actors that missed out on roles. And oh, I yeah. Oh, that just happened. This, oh, thanks for uh, reading it. <laughs> oh, so good. I, I bring it up because there was um, the Knives Out 2 story with mm, um, Kaylee Cuoco. Devastated Kaylee Cuoco was with not getting, the, she lost out the, the part to Kate Hudson. Yeah, I think Coco that Puffs couldn't book that which is so sad and <laughs> so, so sad because she she's hearing, having a moment and i she, want exactly her. and hearing like that you can be kaylee cuoco level and then weep when you don't book something is like that's too stoof it's too, <laughs> it's too but it's also like kind of like genuinely i'm like oh i'm like oh there are like yeah. stars are just like us i'm like oh it's like it's actually hard out here like it's for everyone like everyone, everyone. has their struggles and like i and it's like ah oh, damn like who would kaylee cuoco lose out on a part two it would be Kate Hudson. And I hear it actually Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson is amazing in it. Um, she would have to be. I think, like, I, I'm i so obsessed with the Goldie Hawn, Kate Hudson dynasty. Oh, I think there's no truly. no one better. And I, think I just that watched First Wives Club for, like, the first time, like, a few months ago. I'd never did. seen it. And it really was sort of, like, a life-changing thing, which is so silly. I know it's so basic. No, it's not. No, it's say. not. No, it's not. But it's I've never impor- seen it's it. important that you said it because I want to tell you I watched it when I was younger and it was like a, a gay affirming moment for me. But then I watched it for the first time in a long time with Matt, like year two mm. or three of our relationship, and it was like a huge moment to see him witness it. And mm. it's just it it holds up. It holds no, it up. really does. It's sort of my boyfriend. I was the Matt in the situation where it's like I was. Mm. I like my boyfriend was like, you actually have to watch this movie, and I was like, our, it's the one with the our, white our pants. Eyes. But we love it. We love. It. I was like, great. They were white. You but don't it's so know much more me. than. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Honestly, Diane, what's I? She's. We save her too. We save. Yeah, oh my god! What's you her name? Gave, Annie just, Hall, but not yeah. for that. But we love her because um, she also Diane was in Keaton. hair. Diane Keaton. <laughs> Sometimes the white women they get confused. In my head. But she is. You know, she was in hair original Broadway, and she. Yeah, we love. Oh, love that's her. a great. That would be a good answer too. That would be a good answer too. She's more a leading lady, but still character actress. Oh I yeah. Think a good well, also, good... I think her out her style outside of roles makes her a character actress. Oh, hundred like, percent. The, the wackadoodle pantsuits <laughs> and the hats, like the hats, the ties it's really Truly. it is it's it's a character unto itself but yes tony collette love love her sad she fell down that staircase so many times that was tough Ugh, to watch poor thing <laughs> she, poor she was thing. <laughs> yeah but she i kept watching for her but she was okay you know, yeah no same same i do want to also reference one more part from that article before we have to say goodbye which is um amanda seafried not booking glinda and wicked so she's been gunning for this part for like her whole like she it's like the most important thing to her like the amount of Ugh. time she's gone on record saying i want to be glinda and wicked like mm. you could look at it it's like it's been like years now and she it's like and she's like the thing is like girl it's like we like i love you and i actually think she's great and she was at williamstown when i was at williamstown and she's a great voice and she's really nice i she is a, she should win an emmy she could win an emmy this year for the dropout you don't have to talk about glinda anymore yeah, you gotta yeah, let yeah, that you gotta let, 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 let that go, go really i let do it, i think let, it puts us in a tough position because we know that ariana grande is going to sing the absolute if she enunciates then i'm if in, she does in. if she enunciates we need a good music director a good we one. A I think good Amanda though. Music. I think Amanda would be funnier. Is it okay to say? I think Amanda. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid that Ariana is not going to put on her actress, her 13 the musical actress boots, and <laughs> act the part. I need her to. I need her to get back into her 
her Nickelodeon bag and be an actress, actress, and not do Ariana. I don't want to see Ariana on that screen. I want to see Glinda the motherfucking good witch. Hello. I want it to be bitsy, bitsy spider bitch. I want it to be <laughs> so, I want it to be high energy, high stakes, even a high pitch speaking voice. It can't be, yeah. It yeah, can't be, yeah. 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 No, it can't, honestly. But you know why, actually, I, have, I do agree that I think Amanda would actually knock it out of the park, like acting wise. Like, I think it's like, that's like a no brainer. But I have a, a huge faith in Ariana because she put in she's done so much with Kristen Chenoweth she's loved Kristen Chenoweth since she was literally yay high and she's only yay high so you know but she's (laughs) like she's she loves Kristen she brought Kristen as her the voice like singing person but she could have brought any musical artist in the world and she chose Kristen Chenoweth taste Mm -hmm. she there are videos of her you know she's always she's wanted this her whole life in a way honestly kind of similar to Amanda and she even did that um she was on Kristen's album or she had Kristen duet duet with her on her album I I was on my gym playlist which is crazy I forget what song (laughs) it is but I was like oh Ariana has really she's put in the work too she put in the work and and I think she also takes it seriously she's just like a Sarah Bareilles in that she knows the power of Broadway and theater, and she doesn't let it. She doesn't forget that, despite her star dummery. No, and she comes back. She comes back. She'll do the Wicked Anniversary concert and sing. She uh, will. The Wizard and I. She'll she do, will. She will. She'll do her first major song after the major song was a popular featuring Mika. <laughs> do you remember I mean, that? I d- I had forgotten, and now but you can't forget. You can't forget. <laughs> you cannot can. forget. It literally sampled. So she's like, it's in her roots and it's in her blood. So I have I have, I have full faith that she'll pull it off, but. I will say, I, I think some of her stands think she's going to come in, you know, seven rings, Ariana, and that she's got to leave that at the door. Seven rings? No, no rings. One There's going to be a 17-year-old no pissed girl that said that Ariana didn't do what she what she wanted her to do. And we're going to say, so sorry, she was Glinda the Good Witch, and we are we got what we needed we got what we needed we got what we, we got what we wanted we got what we wanted even though my sick twisted thought is that they should switch at intermission switch the intermission <laughs> One they should. Wait, you're saying that Cynthia Riva and Ariana should switch roles? Should switch, should switch roles. One movie, (laughs) one is Glinda, one is Elphaba. The other movie, one is then they switch. I mean, honestly, can't because then Ariana will not sing to find gravity, but then she'll get um, um, Fierro, Fierro, Fierro. Like what? That's what they want. That's what they want. Fierro. Uh, (laughs) Um, listen chris murphy before we sign off i have to ask our final question which i did not prep you on chris what is the best whoopi goldberg film oh my god it's crazy because again i'm okay so oh that's such an actually that's such an important and wonderful question and i'm sure everyone mm, do i say ghost or say sister act two um i'm gonna go uh i i love sister egg too i know everybody joyful says joyful it's like it just is so and lauren hill is from south orange my town like i like so like we have there i have a personal wow. like and that's one that i saw late like i saw sister act at a normal time but i didn't see sister act until like college sister Act two till college and that was like oh this is like this is how you do a sequel honey though i do think ghost is iconic and she's so great and also i do think some of her clips from the view should count as film just because i agree too actually i think the clip you're th- speaking of is megan mccain's what like one of the timeless times that megan said something and then whoopi goes okay <laughs> okay yeah that is literally that is cinema that is also cinema that is cinema. Clip. that's the clip that i'm thinking of okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, with that in mind, Chris, a perfect answer. I want to thank you so fucking much for coming on. Where can people follow you, Chris? Oh, this is so, so much fun. Thank you so much for having me, Eric. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. I'd say I'm probably more active on Twitter, but I'm, I like an Instagram story every once in a while. Um, both are at Chris Stress, like distress or mistress. Um, so yeah, that's my handle for both. And then I like write for a Vanity Fair and do comedy around New York and whatnot. So you can catch me on the page, on the stage, you know, on the page, on the stage, on the stage. and on this. And hopefully we'll be doing a return episode of the podcast. You are oh. such a good guest and I can see why every podcast wants to have you on. And I'm oh, just stop. a fan of all fans. It was my pleasure. It was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.